Hi, this is Beanie Shavery, and I am here with your daily energy dose. Today, the energy feels very um, like I am connecting with some who are in a state of maybe uh, uncertainty, maybe unsure of how to move forward. Um, in a sense of not in a sense of what you are supposed to be doing for yourself, but if you should proceed in, in a way that you know, or that you feel like you should, in a sense, um, it'll make more sense as I explain what I am feeling and seeing. So I feel like I'm speaking to well-balanced individuals, someone who has gone through um, an immense awakening, very enlightened. And I'm not speaking about just someone who is woke, right? In, in the social way of being woke. I'm not speaking about that. I'm speaking about you are completely aware. You are becoming in, in a sense of so spiritually aware and awakened that you've, in a sense, created this new embodiment of self. You are not, you are not who you were. You've already gone through the darkness. You've already evolved. You've already gone through this, um, this spiritual rebirth, per se. And you are now, in a sense of, trying to operate in your gifts, gifts, meaning your light. So this is for some very specific individuals. This is for someone who has, it's either you or it's someone that you are very closely tied to who's going through this. But I really strongly feel like it's for some who are actually listening to this at this time. You've gone through this journey and you've gone through this transformation. You've gone through the darkest moments that you could absolutely go through. You've done the work to sum it up. You've done a lot of the work. Now you're at this place of priestess, right? This this high priestess like or high priest if if this resonating with a man. But a high priestess or a high priest is a completely balanced spiritual energetic force. This is a, a person who is their masculine and feminine energy is completely balanced. They are aware of who they are. They are aware of their sensuality, aware of their powers. They are aware of their gifts. They are aware of their strengths and their weaknesses, and they operate in a way that utilizes it all in a, a equal balance, right? It, they are completely they're not overly emotional. They're not too stoic. They're not, um, they're, they're just balanced. They're a balanced leader, right? They are okay with being a leader. They are completely confident, confident in their ability to lead. And I feel like I'm embodying someone and the energy I feel is someone who is 
aware that this is where they are at this place. This is where they are. Um, they have be, be, they're actually on a path to being, or they are stepping into this priestess or priest type essence, not in a church, not like they're going to go into a pulpit and there be a priest like Catholics. No, what I'm speaking about is an entity, a spiritual, uh, being it's, a it's royal. It's, it's elegant. It's powerful. It's strong. It's sensual. It's, it's attractive in a sense where people look to you for leadership and they're confident in your ability to lead. And they only lead you and pull you out of instances where death is required because they are able to be balanced that death is, is secure with them and with their leadership. Right. But I feel like you are at a place where you may be aware of this. It's almost like you have been called to a specific tribe of people like a soul tribe an energy, uh, energy of spirits who are needing guidance. And you have been called to lead them through this guidance, through this, this darkness that they're in. Right. Or that this not even darkness, it's just a, a transitional space that someone else is in or some others are in. But you're questioning yourself if you're ready, if, if it's something that you should be doing. Now, this is something that you have been asking for. This is something you've been preparing for. This is something that you have been in a place of complete renovation of self for. But now you're given this opportunity to put in practice or put in place everything you know you are and you're afraid or uncertain about it because it just it seems like, OK, I just got to this place. I just kind of awakened to this place and now I'm pushed to actively act on what I think I know about myself, but I'm not so sure that I'm ready. And you're in a conflicting, conflicting space because you've, you're enlightened, you are aware, you are connected, and you have a tribe of people who are connected to you who are needing you for their guidance. They are calling to you for your ability to navigate through the depths of the soul, right? In a sense. And the rebirth that you have gone through, the transition that you've gone through is where you are being led to help others navigate as well. And that frightens you. Not because you're not confident that you are capable, but you may be questioning if you're emotionally or spiritually ready because you've been there. You know what it feels like. You know what it entails. And you're just not really sure if it's something that you're ready to put yourself into on behalf of someone else. It's almost like you would you're feeling like you would be a martyr for soul transformation, spiritual transition on behalf of someone else. And 
you're not ready. You don't you don't think you're ready. You are a part of a circle that was like a soul family, right? A soul family has attached themselves to you. In this circle of soul family, you are the mystic. You are the teacher. You are the leader. You are the beauty. You are the the devotionalist. You are the one that everyone looks to. Even when you were going through your darkest moments, they looked for you for light because you embodied that. And now you have evolved into the ultimate of that. And they're still surrounding you and they're still needing that guidance. But you feel or felt as if since you've arrived here, you can now detach and move forward. But now these people have become a part of your family. These, this is your tribe. This is your, the inner work that you've done to yourself attracted these individuals to you. Their journey is different from yours yet connected. And you can't detach from them until they too have reached where they should be so that the cords can be detached cohesively. And you know that that is a very hard and draining process. In your mind, you did not have any intention on being a martyr for someone else's soul renovation. But that is a part of your awakening. That was a part of your purpose and your initiation into becoming this priestess in a sense or priest you your whole purpose is to be that light in a greater realm that helps lead others from the darkness and that means going through a lot of their their with them right you're going to be going through a lot of the shit that they're going through with them and it's almost like reliving things that you have gone through only the difference is you are emotionally detached from feeling it on a, on a level that they feel it because you have advanced beyond the depths of it. But you are able to navigate them through their journey by standing outside of where they currently are. If that makes any sense, it's like. You're swimming through a tunnel. You've gotten outside the tunnel. They're coming through the tunnel. You don't have to go all the way to the end of the tunnel, back to the depths of the water to pull them through. You can stand there with your light at the end of the tunnel. You may have to go in a little bit through the door to stop anything else or anyone else from coming in. But you have to be you can be able to be on the outside, in a sense, and pulling them through and directing them through with your light. Opposed to being in the midst of the darkness with them in the depths of it. If that makes any more clarity for you. So you're in this state of confusion. Um, you're, you're trying to figure out, should I, should I help these people? Should I abandon my path? And I'm here to tell you, no, you can't. It's, it's become a part of your journey. It's become a part of who you are. It's how you are able to navigate and evolve and transition in your own life. It's by allowing someone else to feed off of 
your expertise in a sense. Now, during this process, you may be wanting to go into isolation. You may be feeling like, okay, um, I need to take some time to myself. I need to not really talk to anyone. I need to not really express anything. You're going through these things by yourself right now. You're kind of having these thoughts and these feelings in an isolated way. And that is why the process has been and will be delayed because you're not speaking up. You're not sharing your thoughts and feelings or um, you're not sharing your uncertainties with those that are part of the tribe. They're kind of waiting for you to respond. They're kind of waiting for an answer from you. And this could be in your personal relationships. This could be at your career, in your career path. It could be at your jobs. It could be with your with your um, friends. It could be with organizations. It could be an inner turmoil that you're dealing with yourself. But you are in a position where you're needing to speak up and speak out. You have allowed yourself to go into this isolated tunnel, this cave per se. And you are seeing all of the destruction. You're seeing the crumbling and the need to assist. You have the force and the power to go in and to dissolve whatever issues that are needing to be dissolved. You are able to provide that type of comfort, but you have isolated yourself. And although you're not completely closed off, you're very disconnected because you're, you don't know if you should dive in those depths of those waters with them. You don't know if you should go any closer to helping because you may feel like when I was going through it, I didn't have nobody with me. And you may feel like you all abandoned me. Maybe these are people who weren't there when they needed you or when you needed them. Maybe you feel like these people um, weren't able to assist you at the time you needed them the most. And perhaps this is also teaching you that they were not capable of that. All of that was they, they were put in your life strategically so that you were not able to have a savior, but so that you could push your through push yourself through. If you would have had someone to save you and rescue you from your destruction, then you wouldn't be in this priestess or priest state today. So you were forced almost to navigate by yourself alone so that you can evolve into what you've awakened into. And now it's your duty to help those who are looking at you as a savior in sin. Now, that's not saying being a savior, but it's also using what you know and what you've evolved into to assist those who are on that journey as well. And I know personally how this feels because I have been in many situations where I feel like I've gone through something and the people that I thought should understand it the most, they don't. And then once I come out of a situation, they suddenly go into the situation and I'm the person that has to help them through. So I absolutely understand the totality of this soul energy right now, because I have so been there and it is almost a constant in my life. But you have restricted access to yourself because you feel like that's the best way to basically not be bothered, not be attacked, not be in a state of 
of where they are needing you, where you're being needed. But God and spirit is asking you to tap into yourself. Spend some time into your inner world and know that this is a part of your purpose and this is a part of your journey. You have become a part of a soul tribe and you are the priest priestess of that soul tribe. Therefore, you are divinely orchestrated to continue to help these people navigate through. Your whole purpose is to receive guidance and give it. For the betterment of those connected to you. So in this case, you have to trust what you're being fed. You have to trust that. That little niggle, that little that little thing that's inside of you, that's telling you that you have to do this. You you have to act on that because that's God telling you, yes, I've put this in place for you. I've done this journey. I put you on this journey. You have been connected to the source and you are also connected to the people that are a part of the source. And it is a entire tribe of you. And I've you are the first to be awakened. So those that are coming after you are going to need you. That means dealing with them as they're going through their crumbling stage, their stage of of having to tear down certain parts of themselves. You are that light that's leading them through that tunnel of darkness. You are that light that's giving them hope that I too can keep going. If I keep climbing this mountain, if I keep climbing this, this path, I will too get there. You are assisting people in breaking different chains in their own life, helping them to rewrite their past, helping them to rewrite Um, the journey that they saw for themselves so that together you all can come together and birth an entire new experience of hope for others. That is a part of your journey. That is a part of your whole purpose. There is a place that you're going there. There is a place that you are being led to and You're the leader of the pack. So you have to go first and you've gone first. So now you have to continue. You can't abandon ship. But it's also important to know that you have a circle of people who are too around you specifically supporting you, um, guiding you and helping assist you while you assist them. Others. So there are the there's the part of the tribe that's connected to you, that's needing you to lead them out of the darkness or through their path of, of, you know, awakening. And then you also have some people who are helping you, supporting you specifically while you be of support to others. So the difference between when you first were initiated into your awakening process, you were You were alone in a sense. Now you're not. But you have to get out of that mind frame of where you were when you when you first went into your awakening, how you were alone, how no one was there, how no one understood. 
because you're not even that person anymore. You have birthed into something new and you also have a tribe of people who are really there for you, supporting you and encouraging you. You just have to share your voice. You have to speak up. You have to let people know what you're going through. You cannot go through this alone and expect people to know that you're going through this. The isolation that you are feeling or that you are afraid of feeling is only occurring or only a fear because you have allowed yourself to be isolated yet again. This time, it's your self-inflicted fear that is causing the isolation, not the reality of you don't have anyone around. And this can be in anything. It doesn't necessarily have to be people in their drama in their life. It could be in your relationships. It could be in a relationship that you're in. It could be in um, friendships. It could be at work. It could be in any any aspect of your life, however it fits. But the reality is, unless you open your mouth and say what it is that you're feeling or fearing, no one will know. And you don't know who all is around to support you. Until you open your mouth. So this is encouraging you to dig deep inside of yourself, connect to where you've advanced to and understand that open up, opening up creates more open space for others to connect to you as a part of your sisterhood, a part of your brotherhood, a part of your pack of people who have your back, who can counsel and support and guard you, protect you, support your spirit, protect your spirit, protect your emotional and mental state in a way that allows you to pour out. But at the same time, you're getting replenished. So in a big sense, it's, it's causing you to shift your energy into from the I don't need nobody. I was by myself while I was going through this to, OK, I'm welcoming the help. I'm welcoming the help. If my purpose and my passion and my life and the call that I'm being called to answer means that I have to assist others through their dark paths or through their transitions in life, then I have to I have to be open to people assisting me. I have to be okay with admitting that I need the help. I have to be okay with admitting that I need the support. It's understanding that none of this is happening to hurt you or to push you back or to cause you to be in a state of confusion. It is pushing you to remain on that path of growth and evolution, but to also bring those who are coming up behind you into a, an, a more heightened, enlightened state as well. It's happening for the betterment of you. It's not happening to destroy you. Once all of this is done and you are aware that I'm protected, you're aware that you are covered, you're aware that you got people that supporting you, you'll be able to pour out to those who are connected to you in a sense, in a way that is so enlightening and so inspiring and so, um, so such a renewance for them that you will be able to step away at that point and just really retreat and replenish yourself individually. You'll be able to go into back into your state of nurturing, self-protection and covering. You'll be able to do that. But first, you have to answer the call. You have to answer that spiritual nudge that action is needed.
This is what you were called to do. Wow, that's really good. Heavy, but good. It's good. Okay, so I pulled four um, animal totems cards. And once again, only one animal comes out and three flowers. So I'm going to read to you what they are and how they all connect to this beautiful energy. First card that came out was protection. And let me see, protection, the flower is the gardenia. I should know that by now. The gardenia, okay. The gardenia is protection. Feeling protected by the immersed love of divinity. Understanding that bliss is your inherited nature, nature, embodying the intoxication of love and mystery. Gardenia is calling you to blissful sensations and experiences. She is here to be a trusted friend and protector for you. Dear traveler, Gardenia wishes for you to experience the divine more fully on a daily basis. Open to the mystery that holds all things together. She is alluring with her powerful scent that will open you to profound healing. You can call on Gardenia whenever you are feeling out of touch with source or in need of more blessings and protection. Gardenia releases you from that of which is not based in love. Whether these are unhealthy relationships, patterns, or work relations. This blessed flower is a reflection of the inner beauty and reminds you what your true essence is. Gardenia mirrors the profound beauty of the stars and brings the truest love of the star nations home for you. The next card is soul vitality. And that is the lilac, the lilac flower. Uplifting the heart and soul to a more vibrant state. Lilac is relaxing into a calm inner life through nature and rejuvenating the physical body through laughter. Lilac uplifts and rejuvenates your being and allows you to settle into an equanimous state. When this beauty shows up in your life, it is blessing you with more vitality in your soul and urging you to step out into nature. Taking a stroll in the woods at the park or by the sea will help you continue into calm and clarity now. Feel the restoration that lilac brings. From that center, more joy will come through your, through your heart, providing you with opportunities to connect and share laughter. Laughter is such sweet medicine. It lightens the third dimensional reality of this world. Let lilac ease, your, ease you into the beauty of your soul and natural surroundings. The next card was cooling down. Normally, I only pulled three before fell out, so I kept it because I feel like there was a message in each of them, and I am so on point with that. Cooling down. Cooling down is a snap dragon, which is a flower. So, snap dragon assists with balancing will and ego. 
soothing inner fire and anger and redirecting energy into healthy outlets. Snapdragon's presence is growing in your life, revealing to you that now is a time to cool your energy centers and tongue. Anger has its place, but sometimes when you lash out or build up too much ego, you can cause damage. Snapdragon asks you to redirect the heat in your body in more useful and productive ways. Releasing anger in healthy outlets can cause your chakra system to align again. Find ways to cool yourself down through exercise, diet, and meditation. Take space before you speak in anger, especially if it's to hurt another person. Allow the gift of Snapdragon to bring calm and balance into your expression and body. And the last card is loyalty, which is a wolf. Okay. Expressing yourself with playfulness and confidence, being loyal to your pack and playing in nature to feel your wildness. Wolf asks you to strengthen emotional connection with a loved one. Let wolf work its sense of confidence, play and loyalty in you. This animal spirit sits naturally in its place of power. Although it is loyal to the pack, it also has an individual sense of freedom. The messages that Wolf gives are to, free, to love freely, play confidently, and take care of beloveds with grace. Find what liberates you and express that with wild abandon. Spend time in nature or howl at the moon. Now it is time to trust your intuition and higher intelligence to guide you to new territories in love and commitment. Wow. Such beautiful, beautiful, beautiful messages. I hope that this daily energy has inspired you and given you clarity and direction on your journey going ahead. And until our next dose of energy, I will talk with you later. Bye.